Greetings and welcome to the Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hush Club Band Good Times Podcast. The only podcast that identifies, biographies, and signifies all the figures on the cover of the Beatles' 1967 album, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hush Club Band. I'm your host, Joe Lemberg, and I am joined with Donnie D, better known as Dan Handelman. This week's episode... Swami, Asiri, Yukaswar, Giri, and Alistair Crowley. Try to say that 666 times fast. His name is Swami, Aswir, Yukaswar, Giri. And we begin today with him. He's top left. He's a Hindu guru. Popular in the late 1900s in India, described as historians as having high character and holiness, and an incarnation of wisdom. In 1894, he wrote a book titled "The Holy Science." In the introduction, he wrote, "The purpose of this book is to show, as clearly as possible, that there is an essential unity in all religions, and that there is but one goal admitted by all scriptures." End quote. Pretty deep. Hmm. Uh, Sri Yukaswar is credited with helping to revive the ancient science of Kriya Yoga, Kriya Yoga perhaps, and teaching it to many students, including Sri Paramahansa Yoganda, who is also a feature on this crowd, so we'll be saying all these names again at some point. His mentors, Sri Yavasar Babaji and Sri Alhari Yahasaya, I look forward to your letters, are featured here as well. You can swear. So yeah, there's like they're all connected. All of George Harrison's um, votes for who should be on here. You could swear passed away or attained a Mahasamadhi in 1836 at the age of 80. He would have been 111 years old if he was there in the day. And the probably picture. would have rode a bike up there because. Uphill. You ever notice the people that live the longest can also still do all the things that they did when they were teenagers? They're never just like super decrepit. No, because they kept doing those things. Yeah. I, that's what I think. Yeah. But he would have been 111 years old if he was present for the, for huh. the shoot. Guy underneath him has a sort of a shine in his hair that travels directly up to the bottom of his mustache. It does, It yeah. makes it look like he has a really long mustache it on is, the right side of his face. Almost looks like it's his if, neck, if and you, his neck had a face and eyebrows and a nose. <laughs> yeah, if you have your Sgt. Pepper albums Pull out. Pull it out, yeah, come on. If you don't have it out by now. This guy's mustache is dangling over the top. Of uh, another dude's Yeah, no, face. his mustache is the part in, uh, well... What do they call that? Stash bagging? You stash bag someone? I think they do now. But another spiritual figure of the 20th century, although they had very different practices and beliefs, he stands right to Yukaswar's uh, left, our right, his left. Anton LaVey's best friend, Alistair Crowley. Who was best friend? Sorry. Anton LaVey? Who's that? He was the other Satan guy. You don't know about Anton LaVey? No. He's the one that, uh, I think Aleister Crowley came first and Anton LaVey kind of piggybacked off of Crowley's ideas, but, uh, but LaVey is very popular. If he, I don't think he's still alive anymore, but much more. Crowley. 
Yeah, no, LeVay, I'm surprised, because there, there's two schools of atheism, or not atheism, uh, Satanism. There's the Crowley school of, uh, of Satanism, and then there's the LeVay, LeVayan uh, Satanism. Yeah, there were two prominent. But Elster Crowley, who we're talking about, was a British occultist, ceremonial magician, poet, and mountaineer who lived in the late 19th and early 20th century. He was born in 1875 in Leamington Spa, England, the son of a wealthy brewer. Crowley was educated at Trinity College, ironic, in Cambridge, where he began to study poetry and mysticism. In 1898, Crowley joined the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, a secret society that practiced ceremonial magic. He quickly rose through the ranks and became one of the society's most prominent members. However, he eventually had a falling out with the Golden Dawn and left to form his own organization, the AA. Crowley traveled extensively throughout his life, visiting places such as Mexico, Egypt, India, China. In 1904, he journeyed to Egypt with his wife Rose, where they performed a ritual known as the Abramelin Operation, which he believed would lead to spiritual advancement. Uh, she survived. And then in 1910, he wrote the Book of Law, which outlined his philosophy of Thelema, which is, I don't know if I'm saying this name right, uh, Thelema? which is the belief that each individual has a unique destiny or true will, which was groundbreaking, groundbreaking work at the time. Uh, up until that point, everybody thought their destinies were identical. The American dream. Crowley's views and practices were often seen as controversial, and he faced much criticism and opposition during his lifetime. However, he continued to write and publish extensively on subjects such, uh, such as mysticism, magic with a CK, and yoga, and his works continue to be studied by those interested in occultism and alternative spirituality. Crowley died in 1947 in a boarding house in Hastings, England, at the age of 72. Despite the controversies that surrounded him, he remains a highly influential figure in the world of occultism and alternative spirituality. Crowley's central tenet was, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Love is the law. Love under will. Crowley would have been 92 if he was there the day of the concert in the park. So we have a third uh, host on this show, too. Um, third one is AI. Just by asking a little bit of prompts into the internet, the ether, uh, we just uh, asked it to give us a little dialogue between uh, the two members of the party that we met, Yukut Swar and Crowley. Well, because here's the whole thing. You've got 71, approximately... Uh, 71 people on this cover. They've never met each other well, before. Well, some of them have. Some have. Some of but them have. most of them, it's, it's not a reunion. It's just... But they're just there because the Beatles wanted them there. What are they going to talk about? This is what we want to know. We're going to find out. We're going to figure out who these people are. So what did you do? You, you just... Uh... Just asked it. Um, well, first I asked it, what would 
give me a dialogue between Aristotle Crowley and Yukatswar, and then it couldn't do it. It didn't know Yukatswar enough. So I, sorry, Yukatswar, but I demoted you just to a regular guru. But <laughs> what would Crowley say to a guru, technically? Uh, it's the best we could do. This is unedited. This is just what it gave us. I'm going to perform it for you, and then we're going to tell you what we thought about it. And you'll think about what you thought about it, and we'll tell you about what's going to be on next week's episode, and hope you'll, hopefully you'll tune in then. And for the sake of expository brevity, we're each going to read as one of the two people. Yes, Dan uh, told us about Crowley, so Dan will be playing the role of Crowley, and I will be playing the role of... The generic guru. Because AI is racist. So a guru walks into enlightenment. (laughs) Greetings, Alistair Crowley. It is an honor to meet you. The honor is mine, wise guru. I have heard much about your teachings and wisdom. And I have heard much about your interests in the occult and the pursuit of spiritual enlightenment. Indeed, I have dedicated my life to the study of the occult and the attainment of spiritual power. But what is the purpose of this pursuit, Alistair? Is it for the personal gain or for the betterment of humanity? The attainment of spiritual power is for the betterment of the individual, And through the betterment of the individual, we can bring about the betterment of humanity. But at what cost? Is the manipulation of spiritual energy not a dangerous path to tread? It is a path that must be tread with caution and discipline, but the rewards are worth the risks. I fear that your desire for power may cloud your judgment and lead you down a dangerous path. I understand your concerns, but I assure you that I have a deep understanding of the forces at work, and I will not be swayed by desires for personal gain. I hope that is true, Alistair. Remember that true spiritual power comes from humility, compassion, and selflessness, not from the manipulation of energy or of energy for personal gain. I will keep your words in mind, wise guru. Thank you for your guidance. End scene. All right, so I feel like if there would have been a more famous guru talking to Aleister Crowley, he might have actually taken in some of what he had to say. Clearly, he wasn't that interested. Like, this guy didn't even have a name. He was just guru. Or maybe that's why he was wise. Maybe he uh, disassociates himself from the concept of identity because he realizes that to, uh, you know, boil yourself down to this very specific thing, which is an individual is to, you know, remove all of the, all of the rest of, of the universe and the world that you're directly connected to. You're separating yourself from that, which, what would a better, is there a better person, a name that you have chosen from guru between a, for a dialogue of Aleister Crowley and, I don't know. I and think what? if this conversation would have happened now, no, I don't think Yogi Yogi Bear. Uh, he he just not Yogi Bear. No. 
Yogi Berra. Or Bear. Yogi Berra was a baseball a player. Yo- just a Yogi. Oh. Not the Bear or Berra. Does Boo Boo count as a Yogi? He's a little Yogi. Boo <laughs> Boo. Uh, if this happened now, I feel like if this conversation happened now, it would probably between uh, be between like Deepak Chopra and Marilyn Manson. That's what I'm seeing. This is so in this top left corner. Yeah, I feel that, like that's <laughs> what you throw up there. Deepak Chopra and Marilyn Manson, yeah. Or Tony Robbins <laughs> and Marilyn Manson. That's that's. I right. Eyes. I, I see it. Yeah. I. <laughs> because at the end of the day, what do the both of those guys really care about? Money. It's about exploiting uh, the plight of the of the um, downtrodden. Mm-hmm. And I they're didn't even think about that. You know, you you put, even you could swear like you wrote a book. Why would why why would did he give this book book away for free? Doubt it, (laughs) doubt it. Did he did he print it himself? Make money buying books in your spare time. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like you have Deepak Chopra or you know someone like Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle was really uh, popular a few years back. He had that book, The Power of Now: A Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment, and then he had uh, A New Earth. Awakening Your Life's Purpose. Eckhart Tolle. He was a German spiritual leader. Uh, Marilyn Manson. We all know who that is. Marilyn Manson was a fan of Anton LaVey. Actually, Marilyn Manson met Anton LaVey. He, I'm, I'm sure, was a fan of Aleister Crowley's work, too. And uh, supports the idea of you know, wearing multicolored contact lenses. I think if we're going, if we're trying to do an analog, like a one-to-one analog, I'm going to say Deepak Chopra because he's a very famous spiritualist, whether or not he deserves to be spoken in the same breath as uh, Yukteswar, I don't know, but um, he's a very prominent figure and I feel like George Harrison would be all over the Deepak stuff if he was if he was coming up now. Feel that. You know what I mean? And I think that uh for LeVay I'm s- I'm still going to go with Manson. LeVay. Oh, or not LeVay for uh Crowley. Crowley, Manson. I'm, I'm going to go with Manson. I'm going to go with Marilyn Manson. Similar belief systems, mm-hmm. also a prominent figure in the culture. Um, yeah, those, those are my two. Good Jimmy Page there. Current, like like a current Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page loved Crowley. Okay. So just to keep that going, have that space. Like, if and if <laughs> if if Jimmy Page lives on in one way. It's the fact that someone thought he should replace Aristotle Crowley on with the, him, with with him, comparable, because uh, fucking pages page, goddamn. So who are we voting on? What's the vote? We have to agree on this. Uh, 
Because we're going to make this when the series is fit or when the season are. is finished. Um, I, I want Paige and I didn't write down what you wrote, so I guess I wasn't even that. Deepak Chopra. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Robbins. He's not as much of a spiritual guru. He's more of like a life coach, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, he's got a giant head. I think he has that giant disease. Tony Robbins, he seems like he would, but he's like got a handsome version of it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But yeah, it's... or <laughs> Oprah Winfrey. These people That's... are all associated. Tony no, Robbins, yeah, no. Oprah Winfrey, Deepak Chopra. Uh, no, I know what? You, you took this long to say Oprah? It was, you know, it was on the tip of my tongue. No, let's let's kick it off with Oprah. All right, so it's Oprah Winfrey. Oprah starts it off. And Jimmy Page? Honestly? I mean, Jimmy Page should be on the cover somewhere if we're being realistic about it. If Page is there, I, I thank you for letting me, you know, use my inside voice and take it out and say Jimmy Page to fill that void. So I want to know There's what... There's a lot of space, though. You're saying and, and we since could, we're doing it? You're saying we could fit Twiggy in there? I'm saying we can fit Genie. Between them. Oprah, are we, are Oprah we gonna, Genie, and Jimmy. Are we just going to saturate this uh, cover with, with celebrities? No, no, no. We can, we can only do it now. Only in this first season. Only with the sky behind us can we do that. Oh. We you know what? Feel, we can cover our faces, but we can right now. There's room right there. There's so much room for Genie. All right, and he's kind of got his arms wrapped around both of them in a big hug, a big Genie hug, right? I love Genie hanging out with Oprah and Jimmy Page. I almost don't want Jimmy Page there with them. Well, he's probably the worst person out of the three of them. Better than Jonathan and Phil Collins, I guess. No, I would put Phil Collins over Jimmy Page. Yeah. In that company, party for three. Phil Collins... And Robin Williams? And Genie. What if we just do the Genie, but since he can transform himself into different people, we have blue Phil Collins with the little... He's already bald. You give him the little black strip of hair that comes off of his head. When has he been blue? Genie, the genie's blue. The genie has, but Phil, oh, so Phil Collins as genie? It, no, it's the genie as Phil Collins. It's still the genie, <laughs> but he made himself look like Phil Collins. As he does, you know. The genie loves outdated references. He was Ed Sullivan once, remember? <laughs> so you have Phil Collins, but he's actually the genie, and he's got his arms wrapped around Oprah Winfrey and Jimmy Page. So it shall be, yeah. And that's the entire album cover for the <laughs> Sergeant for the re-release. <laughs> no one knows why, but I guarantee you we get more uh, more conspiracy theories about it.
but that's gonna wrap it up for the the first one of these Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band Good Time Podcast I had a good time and it was a podcast so where's the lie check and check um thank you for listening and uh tune in uh, next time next week or next time it happens while we keep going uh, left to right with may west and lenny bruce come up and see us sometime